Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Geeky Dinks. This week, we're closing out the fourth season by having a little party for two. We're doing the host's choice, I guess. No, we're just going to call it Geeky Drunks, because why not? It's funny when, when we're drunk. <laughs> yeah, especially when you have one. Shush, shush. I'll take more than one. No, not really. One and a half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're well, we're starting with a shot. So well, if you're... it might get you there pretty quick. <laughs> well, that's the point. Kick it into high gear. Yeah. Go big or go home. Yeah, we're starting with pirate rum. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a nice spiced rum. I like rum. I can't ever go wrong with that. So yeah, hopefully we get to all of the topics. Do we want to talk about the topics, or do we want to just like see what we get to? We can just see what we get to, and uh, inevitably, we're going to go off topic. That's true. So we may tell you what our topic is once we get it, and then may not talk about it Yeah, we'll, we'll try to talk about it a bit, <laughs> whatever comes to mind at the beginning, but also, minds tend to wander. Mine's already wandering. Yeah. So, there you go. I'm already on the walk. You need to catch up. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, we got about seven topics. Let's just jump right into it here. I've got a random number generator. Seven topics. Where'd you go? There it is. You ready? Yes. It's going to be topic number two. Topic number two. Ooh, which is going to be our favorite people. Our favorite people. Okay. Yeah. So, like our favorite actors, things like that. Okay. Excellent. So, that is... So, it's just going to be a nice little gush session right at the beginning. Oh, all about the love. Yay. Yay. Cheers. To the love. To the love. That burns. It's been a while since we've done shots. We're old. It's a nice spice rum. Yeah? Is it a. I can feel it all the way down. It's a spiced rum, ain't it? You good? My mouth is on fire. All the saliva, you know, it just kind of <laughs> coats your mouth and it's just like, it's okay, man. We'll take care of you. You did something stupid by putting that in your mouth, but we'll take care of you. Uh, all right. So I guess we'll give us a couple of minutes to chat about it while we're sober. Yeah. And then and we're while gonna, that takes effect, I guess. Right. And then we're going to disappear for a minute, go uh, inebriate ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> and come back. Yeah. 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 So favorite people. Who's your, so, who's your favorite? Okay, let's start this. All-time favorite actor. All-time favorite actor, li- living or past? Living or past. Okay. Um, I like how we're both already sniffling like, gosh, alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that that's a really, really difficult question. Just because I tend to follow so many. Mm-hmm. Like, for a while it was Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. Because I would just see any movie he was in, regardless of what it was about. Like, especially when he was doing those um, more serious roles for a little while, like the number 23. Mm-hmm. Um, I had no idea, like, just how dark it was going to get. But I watched it anyway because he was in it. Right. Um, just all the different roles that he did, especially when he was really, you know, going for it. That was really inspiring to mm-hmm. me. Um, one of the few times I actually wrote a letter to Mickey Mouse Club. No. It was one of those things where if you could meet an actor, 
Oh, like, that was, he was your actor? Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. And I actually had a dream where, like, as a kid, I met him, and we were just, like, Aww. walking down the road, and we were just talking for a minute. We only got to, like, talk for, like, five minutes, and then he had to go do something else, and then that was just it. I had to go You had to home. wake up. <laughs> yeah, but also that. Aw, that's sweet. But that was one of... One of the ones that I really wanted to meet for a while. Um, I'll I'll say it just because it's true, but I'm sure you'll bring him up. Robin Williams, of course. I was going to say, I, there's no contest for me. Yeah. I know you you want to meet him. Mm-hmm. Um, currently, Alan Tudyk is like real high up on my list. Mm, that's a good one. That's a good one. Just like everything that he's done from... I feel like I've seen his career from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, just pretty much Everything that he's done, I've happened to see. I'm pretty sure I could go through his filmography and find a couple of things that I haven't, because he's done a few guest spots on uh, different shows. But also, we haven't seen uh, the one that he did with Nathan Fillion, Con Man. It's basically an alternate reality of Firefly. Like, they have a show that was a lot like Firefly. Sorry, I realize my look of confusion at you is not <laughs> reading as a sound. Uh, I'm trying to recall this movie. What? No, no, it was like a show. Oh. It's a show that he was doing. Is that the one they were filming in Atlanta when we were at Dragon Con? I don't know. Okay. Um, Sorry. But, uh, yeah, it was basically like they were doing Firefly mm-hmm. again, but it was just a different show. Oh, okay. Um, so he's probably the one who's currently working because Jim Carrey just recently retired. Um, retired? Oh, Jim Carrey. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Jim Not Carrey retired. <laughs> of course, you'll talk about Robin Williams at length. Yeah. But my current favorite who's acting now is Alan Tudyk. Yeah, I would say definitely uh, my all-time top favorite is obviously uh, Robin Williams. Um, I used to think after I heard about his passing that somehow if I'd have met him, could have told him how much people really liked him and maybe it would have changed things. And that's really super like, I don't know what, I don't know, selfish isn't the word. It's a uh, pompous of uh, myself I mean, to assume that, but. Yeah, eh. it, I, I would call it um, egotistical to think that you have. By me. Like, like, yeah, yeah, you have such an influence <laughs> that you could stop whatever is going on in their head. Maybe it's just my desperation um, of wanting to stop what I mean, happened. I mean, we all want that to happen, like mm-hmm. for us to have that special power power to keep someone from doing what he ended up doing. But when you know what he was going through personally, mm-hmm. it's almost a mercy, you know, like the the sort of psychosis that was going through his brain. Well, to me, I always thought he was just alone. Like everyone assumed he was the happy guy, which is what happens to people, the happy people. Well, there, there is that, but this uh, dementia that he had, this Louis body dementia, mm-hmm. apparently it's a sort of thing where you're kind of trapped inside your own body. Mm-hmm. Like you don't really know what's happening to it. Mm-hmm. And it's doing things that you don't want it to do. Um, and it's probably very terrifying for anyone who's going through it. So no matter how much you want to be around and keep going and fighting the good fight, when every waking minute is terrifying for you, like you don't know what your body's going to do next. Mm-hmm. Like Bruce Willis is going through it right now, too. And that's why he retired. Mm-hmm. Um, so that he could spend more time with his family and enjoy the time that he has left. Well, but see, that's what I think. I guess that's where my brain was thinking was that looking at the way they're doing it for Bruce Willis now is that they've pulled him from the light. They've pulled him from being alone. His family is around him. 
constantly. Yeah. Whereas they didn't know this was such a new thing. They had he was just diagnosed with it after he was gone. Like the de- the test results came back. Oh, yeah. After he was gone. So they didn't even know. But the fact that they just left him alone to his own, you know, dark mind, it didn't take him long to realize this isn't good. Um, so I was just thinking, like, if people would have been around him, been supportive, and realized that the funny people are usually the ones that hurt the most, they wouldn't have left him alone, whether they knew he had Louis body or not. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, they would have just been there, like, hey, Robin, how are you feeling? You make everyone else feel so good. Yeah. How are you feeling? You know, like prepped him a little harder, I guess. Um, but as far as current, I don't, I don't know that I have a current, <laughs> it's so sad to say, but I don't know that I have a current all-time favorite actor. Like I like a lot of actors, but I don't know. I don't <laughs> think there's any that I'm like, oh my gosh, I absolutely love them. You know, like. I'll, I'll give you another one that huh? I'm really liking and you can take him if you want. <laughs> And I'm pretty sure you'll agree, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, I do like Ryan Reynolds. I think Ryan Reynolds is is really, he's a nice guy, he seems like. And pretty much everything that we see him in, Mm -hmm. we like. True. I just, I think like in my head, I'm like, there's got to be someone that like, not just the stuff that they're in, but who they are as a person. Like, I, mean, I really like. And, but I you know he's good at that, too. But there's just, it's not the same. Like, I couldn't even put him on the top three next to how I felt about Robin Williams. You know what I mean? Like, he's good. But because the plateau is so high with Williams. I, I also <sighs> feel like our our perspective of some of our uh, older um, role models is, is skewed. Mm-hmm. Um, that... As kids, we saw them as these um, kind of paragons of of good. Like, they were our role models. Mm-hmm. Um, there wasn't really anything they could do wrong for us just because of all the different movies that we saw them in. And as we got older and they started accepting roles and we started seeing their older material from when they weren't as popular, when they could be a bit more blue, mm-hmm. as they say in stand-up, you know, like okay. with Robin Williams' older stuff. It's still my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> like, he was a bit more real back then, mm-hmm. where you could see he was more of a real human being. As he was progressing with his uh, different acting goals he was trying for those um he was trying for those more serious roles you know he did uh insomnia Mm -hmm. with uh al pacino where he was the bad guy uh he did final cut um and one hour photo Mm -hmm. those were also pretty dark movies but that didn't even like that didn't even sway me from him because even in his dark movies and he was looking for those new roles, he was still Robin at the end of the day. Like he looked out for people. The fact that you hear the stories that he had, he told directors, "I want these homeless people working on set. I want to give them a job. I want to give them food. I want to give them." That was him as a person, regardless of what role he played. Like that's the kind of stuff that I I loved about him. And you just don't. I don't know if they don't if people don't do that or they just don't talk about it anymore. But yeah. you just don't really hear about that with anybody else yeah i guess you don't really hear about it until way after the fact Mm -hmm. like for unfortunately news doesn't seem to cover people doing good deeds right well like especially when it's when it's celebrities doing good deeds i guess (laughs) like hey these people are actually using their influence for good like Mm -hmm. for i wish that was more of a selling more point. of the news yeah 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 i wish like that was the major part of the news and it's just like okay just before we leave we got to get the bad news out of the way we're gonna rip this off like a band-aid and go through this real fast 
this is a bad thing that happened. This is a bad thing that happened. This is a bad thing that happened. Okay, good night. Yeah, gotta go. <laughs> Here, here's some pictures of some puppies. <laughs> they don't even do that. <laughs> um, but I did actually just thought about who, in current times, um, would be Melissa McCarthy. Oh, yeah. I like her. I like her a lot. I like the role she plays. And um, she seems like a genuinely amazing human being. Yeah. So. Yeah, the brief time I was on the same set as her, when I got to be her husband's stand-in mm-hmm. on the tennis court, I got to be, uh, her husband was cameoing as her uh, attorney, I mm-hmm. think. And she just berates him for a minute and he's just standing on the sidelines of the tennis court and she walks by him and that's it. And I met her for like two seconds. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh, Hey dude. Oh, how, 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 how. <laughs> uh, all the mixed wordage just because you're still just kind of, <laughs> pancakes. I like pancakes. Yeah, like... You're, you're a person I've seen on the TV. <laughs> you try not to get starstruck, <laughs> but you're just like, uh. yeah, yeah. Like you're playing it cool and you're like, I got this. And, they walk by and they're like, oh, hey, welcome to set. And you're like, oh, hi, how are you? <laughs> I'm a huge fan. I love you so much. And I have your picture everywhere. I mean, hi. <laughs> I meant to say hi. That's all. That's all I wanted to say. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, hi, how are, hey. <laughs> What's that? The one that says, hi, how are you? No, it's how high are you? <laughs> <laughs> how high are you? Hi, how are you? Yeah, no, it's how high are you? <laughs> Yeah, I guess we should go uh, up this a little bit to make it a bit more, um, <laughs> a bit more animated, I suppose. I mean, yeah. Yeah, and then we can uh, move on to the next subject or talk about this subject a little bit more, maybe expand a little bit. We'll just see where we end we'll up. We'll see where we end up. Okay, bye now. <laughs> You're so weird. A few moments later. All right, and we're back, and we're a few more sheets to the wind than <laughs> we were when we left. Um, uh, just a few. Just a few. Um, yeah. So what? Uh, um, so are we continuing where we left off? Like, I mean, I could talk more about Jim Carrey and the others. <laughs> I mean, it's it's fine. I mean, the topic is technically our favorite people. But we can open up to our favorite characters. I don't care. That's I mean, cool. that's true. Do you have a favorite character? Of I the mean, show? Th- there's always different. I always have a favorite character on different shows. You know, right. like that's that's always a thing that I think everyone has whenever they're watching a show. Like even today, uh, we just started watching and binging. <laughs> uh, binging hardcore. <laughs> yeah, the the legend of Vox Machina. Yeah. Uh, based off of the critical. Role series, mm-hmm. and immediately I was already um, drawn to Kiki or Keyleth. Yeah, Keyleth. She was really cool. Um, speaks to the nature animal loving side of me. Um, Percy speaks to the wants to know all the things cleric side. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think you're more of a Percival. Yeah. I think so. Because it just feels like whenever you've played um, games, that's usually the style you also go for, too. Like that long oh. trench coat, the more steampunk kind of look. Yeah. And that's kind of the vibe he gives me. That's true. And a little bit like, I've got my problems, but it's okay, because it's for the right reasons. <laughs> it's vengeance. <laughs> Even though it's not. It's bad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that wasn't really him. That was the um, curse or the 
demon that was possessing the gun that right, he created. Right, but technically, as he said, he called upon the demon because of his need for vengeance. He, I mean, yeah. the vengeance basically took prey to him um, when he was at his lowest point. I mean, yeah, I, I, if you've been tortured like he was and saw your family slaughtered in front of you. I mean, and... yeah, that's, I mean, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> so... I, I guess if I were to let the the darker side of me take hold and like vengeance be But I mean now that he's clear of it, it's it definitely yeah. speaks more, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. Like he wants to do good, he wants to do the right thing and he wants to help everybody even though he can't always. Right. But he still has that innate need to want to help. Need right. To want. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah, you really can't have it as broad of just, like, favorite characters on... But, I mean, we can talk about things. I, I, I know we can, but we really have to focus it. <laughs> so pick somebody. That's where the focus comes in. I mean, I, I don't like to self-focus. I like to be asked, like, okay, what's your favorite of this? What's your favorite of that? And well, like, no, but that's I what can, we were talking about. Like, who's answer. your favorite person? Like, who's your favorite actor? Your favorite... Okay, who's your favorite... Who's your favorite female actor, then? Since you said Jim Carrey was your favorite actor, who's your favorite female actor? Um, let's see. Because I know they're not always ranked the same. Because obviously, me, myself, I also... I want to say I prefer male actors, but it just has a tendency to, like... You know, like, Bob Saget has that, like, dad role that you just can't help but love. Mm-hmm. And it's not that there are not a lot of mom roles or female roles that people like. It's just, especially when you think about, like, Disney princesses, they don't usually have moms. <laughs> they have dads. Yeah. They don't usually have moms. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> they just don't. If, um, let's see. That's really difficult. Is it? I feel like it is, just because I really have to, like, narrow it down for who who really speaks to me, because that isn't who I usually gravitate towards, mm-hmm. like, in, in a lineup of actors. Unfortunately, my brain isn't wired to look at, oh, who is the female actress well, and I who's think... most attached to this. I think that too goes along with, I remember when we, we were doing AMTC, there was a ton of women and girls who were auditioning with AMTC. And I remember in one of the panels that they said, there's a lot of female actors, but not a lot of female acting parts Uh. because it's a very strong male dominated industry. Um, And so I think that comes from a couple of things. One, there's not enough parts written. Two, there's not enough good parts written. Yeah. Because a lot of the women are just sex symbols. It's like, who's the... Unfortunately, Penny, that was her role in Big Bang Theory. She was the hot neighbor next door. Yeah. Dumb as a box of rocks, but Leonard wanted to get with her. (laughs) That was literally her job on that show, was to be the hot, tempting neighbor, the blonde. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like she became the conduit, though, for... The audience. I think so. Like, the vast majority of the people watching the show are not uh, (laughs) theoretical physicists. Right. And I think that's what they said, that the show is basically from Penny's perspective. We all feel kind of dumb listening to Leonard and Sheldon and Raj and Howard. We feel like, I have no clue what they're talking about. So, as we as viewers are seeing it from Penny's perspective. Right. 
Yeah. Right. But I will give you a good one that I personally love is Angela Bassett. Yeah. She's really good. I love her in 911. She was amazing in Black Panther. That was the two most recent I could think of, but yeah. I've grown to love her immensely. Yeah, pretty much everything that she shows up in she <laughs> she uh she is a force to be reckoned with yeah she's not usually the helpless like oh i can't do something no when you know it's it's an angela bassett role she's getting things done <laughs> yeah that is true there is no stopping her. I was like, what was that uh, episode where they started messing with Bobby? And it was like, oh, you don't have to worry about Bobby in, in 911. You don't have to worry about Bobby. But now you have really angered the tiger. That is <laughs> Athena. Yeah. <laughs> and and that's and that's where your problems lie. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I, I feel like one of the best... I don't know if it, if it makes her my favorite or who I feel like in my mind is just the best out there right now. Charlize Theron. Okay. Okay. Charlize Theron. Theron. It's <laughs> uh, a fancy last to, name. Well, to say it in the Africans, I think it is oh, that, okay. that her uh, name actually is. Over the years, like just all the different roles she's taken and played and just the the growth that, that we've seen, like, not just, like, she does the dramatic roles really well, but mm-hmm. when, I, I feel like the, when she really sealed it for being, like, a pretty, a really decent actor, when a dramatic actor can do a comedic role. Yeah, that's true. It, any, I feel like it's easy to play serious, mm-hmm. but it's really hard to be funny. Yeah, I think because comedy comes from obviously some of the writing, like the writing has to be there, mm-hmm. but the rest of it is literally up to the actor for the timing. Right. And a lot of times when you see the bloopers, the actors that don't break, mm-hmm. like well, like Melissa McCarthy is really great for that. She'll just keep going. That is great comedy. Yeah. Now, when everyone else breaks, it's not that it's bad. It's just, you just don't have the, what's that, the stoned face to, like, that stone wall of, like, I'm not going to break. I'm going to keep going. <laughs> kind of. Jim Carrey had that, too. Like, when we saw the bloopers for, um... Oh, Liar, Liar. Liar, Liar. He just kept going, and you could see everyone else was, like, yeah. holding it together. Like, we might use this take. We have to not... <laughs> so... Yeah, I can I can agree with that. I think it is easy to be I want to say easy, but it's easier to be a dramatic actor. Right. So when when she did Million Ways to Die in the West, that was such a good movie. Exactly. And when she actually was funny in it, yeah, she wasn't just the straight person that Seth MacFarlane played off of. Right. She was the funny one sometimes. Wasn't she the one that put a flower in, um... Yeah. Yeah, she knocked out Liam Neeson. Yeah, and put a flower right in his butt cheeks. Yes. <laughs> oh, so funny. <laughs> I mean, I know it probably wasn't Liam Neeson's butt, but still, it was funny. <laughs> I liked it. But yeah, every, every time she shows up in different movies... Uh, she even had that cameo at the end of the last Doctor Strange movie. Right. Um, she's going to be in the MCU now. Right. Uh, she's the bad guy in Fast and Furious. She's really good at that. Like, I hate that character. And I love when I hate a villain. <laughs> I love when I hate a villain. So, yeah. She's really good. 
It's a good one. Yeah, she was really good in uh, Mad Max Fury, Fury Road. I didn't see that one. She's really good. I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't feel like, I don't feel like I would like Mad Max. I don't know why. I mean, it is kind of intense and it is not a very nice movie in any sense of the word. <laughs> I mean, it's based on an apocalyptic future in the, um, in Australia, I think, is where the original is. It doesn't really feel like it so much in this one, but I'm guessing that's where it's still mm. supposed to take place. But it's based on like a future where the oceans have dried up and water is a huge, like, um, controlled commodity. Like, from these warlords who have kept it away from the people who have been attracted to their area. Mm -hmm. And they have a lot of what they call war boys that just um, blindly follow them and protect their territory. And it's all very um, metal and hard rock and, like, just Mm -hmm. very intense. Um, It's a really cool story, but, yeah, it's very intense and kind of... Bleak, of course, because everyone's kind of crazy. Well, right. Don't they like stiff some powder or something? Um, they or, like they, no, they, they um they spray paint. That's what it is. So, it's the so it's kind of like a huffing thing, I guess. Um, a lot but the, more dangerous. They, yeah, they, they're <laughs> they have this whole witness me and Valhalla. So it's like a Viking sort of culture, hmm. but in a place that doesn't have any water. So it's weird. Um, that is weird. Yeah, the game. That they made is pretty pretty good too. Um, just based on driving around in an area that used to be ocean. See, I think I could get down with the game because, like, I'm assuming it would be like driving and like fighting with cars and stuff. Yeah, ish. But uh, I've yeah. never been drawn to the movie, yeah, the, the old one or the new one. Yeah, the they've all had a very interesting feel to them. Um, yeah, you really have to be in the right mood to watch them, I feel. Like, they're, they're action movies, um, 80s action movies, where it's just kind of weird and, like, it's a lot of sand and a lot of crazy people doing weird Ooh, things. sand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of driving around, a lot of leather, a lot of... Which, le- <laughs> leather and sand, I promise you, are two things you don't want to put together. <laughs> It was so uncomfortable. Sweating in leather is the worst. <laughs> the worst. It's awful. Yeah. So, um... You need a drink. I, I, I want I want to talk about another subject. Well, whatever. Go for it. Pick another subject. Why? I thought that's what we were doing, was you were going to pick a different thing on here. No, I was doing one subject. Mm. That's what I thought, right? And I figured we would just veer to other subjects. But oh, you were not drunk enough. I thought, no, I thought we were going to talk about each subject, like, and just get to whatever no, we could. No, I was just picking subjects as a random, what are we oh, going to talk about? No. But if you want to talk about something else, talk about something else. Yeah, well, like, I cannot. What do you want to talk about? Because you obviously have something in mind. No, no, like, I I just thought we were going to talk about multiple things tonight. Oh. It wasn't going to be just one subject. Oh. <laughs> I mean, that's usually how we do listener's choice. That's why I was thinking of doing it that way. But you for know. whatever reason, I felt like this was going to be... Okay, well, we can, we can do another one. That's fine. Let me see. Um, I just knew I wasn't going to be coordinated enough, because you know me. <laughs> I'm feeling it. You're not. You sound sober as a judge, and I sound like I'm 18 sheets to the wind. <laughs> I may hold my language a bit better, but no, it's 
all <laughs> jumbling around. Let it go. That's what's funny. All right, so it generated to number one, which was theme parks. Oh, yay! So now we can talk about theme parks, and that's probably going to be the rest of the show. <laughs> I mean, that makes sense. That's what you wanted to talk about, I think. I mean, it was the first thing that came to mind, of course. Like so theme park away. <laughs> well, it's it's the it's the thing that we've been talking about mostly just in our personal business, just because we have a trip coming up soon. Right. We are and, going to Disney. And we, we love going to Disney. We go to Disney a lot. And every time we go, we tend to feel like we have to do every park or it's not a complete Disney trip. Look, I don't understand people. Like, if you're a Florida resident, fine. You know what I mean? Like, it's cool. Go to one or two parks. But if you're driving to Florida, I don't care if it's two hours, six hours, 27 hours. You go to all four parks. It's just the rules. I don't make them up. They're just the rules. I, I wish the water parks were better. Oh, like Typhoon Lagoon? And Blizzard Beach? Yeah. I got to ride the water slide at Blizzard Beach one time. And there was a time that it was the it was the tallest water slide in the world. Mm-hmm. I also really liked the concept for Blizzard Beach being that it was a freak snowstorm in Florida and they created a ski resort. It sounds like when Snow Mountain does Snow Mountain or Stone Stone Mountain does Snow Mountain. Yeah. Yeah. That's did I say Stone Mountain the first time? I think I did. But yeah they that there was a freak snowstorm. They created a ski resort but then, of course, everything started to melt, so they turned it into a water park. It's kind of brilliant. Yeah. I always really liked the, the theming of Blizzard Beach, but unfortunately, it's closed. I think it actually just reopened. If I read an article, I think, or maybe that no, was... No, no, no. I thought it was on the list for closed indefinitely. I don't remember. There's two... <laughs> My thing is, there's so many updates with the park that people... When they say indefinitely, it doesn't mean indefinitely indefinitely. It just means they don't know when it's going to reopen. Yeah. So they'll say closed indefinitely as a way of saying, we can't tell you how long it's going to be down. Right. Which I understand, but when people hear indefinitely, they think, well, it's never opening again, which is not true. I mean, it, it definitely doesn't bode well. Well, no. That but they don't know when it's going to open, so they, they're like, we don't know what all we need to fix here. We're just closing the park so that we can get an idea of when well, my th- we might so be able to. My thought is, is that the reason they closed it quote-unquote, indefinitely. One, there was probably a lot of updates that needed to be done. There was probably a lot of repainting and stuff that needed to be done. But I think there was a lot of safety precautions that needed to be put in. Because I can't tell you, the one time I watched someone slide down a slide, and when they, like, it was one of those slides that, like, comes down and it's got one bump that kind of has, like, a plateau on it, and then goes down. When they hit the plateau... They got air and started drifting to the side because the wind picked up and they hit the side of the slide and then came in. So they almost like at about two or three stories high went off the slide. Oh, so I think there's a lot of like safety precautions that need to put in, even if it's just nets, like something (laughs) so that people don't fly off the slide. You know, it it happens. You get enough momentum. You never know what's going to happen. Yeah, water parks have always been one of those ones that I kind of uh, am very hesitant towards. Mm -hmm. Uh, As a kid, I was like, these are great. These are fun. 
as an adult, I'm like, there's a lot of ways these can quickly go wrong. I mean, my mom went on a water slide with her husband at the time. And when they hit the bottom, they came off their tube and he landed on top of her. And he was a big guy. My mom's, you know, 4'11". She's small. And when he landed on her, her leg got caught underneath and it was her short leg because she was you know, hit by a car. So one of her legs is shorter. And it like jacked up her leg and she wasn't sure if he would get off her in time so that she could get air. I mean, she could have drowned at the park. Wow. And they just, you know, those things can happen. I personally don't like water parks. One, enclosed two uh, slides. I have an irrational fear of being stuck. <laughs> I know it won't happen, but I just have a weird fear of being stuck in one of those slides. But two, I am a vampire and I do in fact burn in the sun. <laughs> so I don't need any more extra skin exposed than necessary. <laughs> yeah, I think that's my main reason usually for staying away from water parks is because I too am very fair skinned and after about 30 minutes you does get it 30? I mean <laughs> I do put the the like oh, the SPF why. 100 sunscreen on <laughs> and just like take it on just like as best as best as I can but even after half an hour like some of the water goes on and of course it's supposed to be waterproof for a certain amount of hours it doesn't work on me it's still no, it's no. still red Right. The next day. So I'm like, I don't really get as much enjoyment out of the water park to be happy with the sunburn afterward. Yeah, so. we are not blessed individuals to be beautifully bronzed and tanned <laughs> after a beach. If anything, we come back looking like Sebastian from Little Mermaid and waddling because it hurts to move. So, yeah, we'll, we'll say water parks are fun, but not, they're not really for us. Mm-hmm. And we'll move on to theme parks that we actually enjoy. Um, for for me, though, I have to start with uh, paying homage to Six Flags oh. over Georgia. <laughs> Sorry, that was such a... <laughs> I know. Like, I mean, you're not from here. You're but also not a big roller coaster person. I was going to say, like, there's nothing for me to do at Six Flags. But as a person who grew up mm, in Georgia, fair. I have to pay homage to the first theme park I actually got to go to. It was the- it was Six Flags, and I got to go there a lot because um, the school system had a thing where if you uh, recorded like 900 minutes of reading. Uh, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> Okay. Like, you actually had to... It was mostly on the honor system where you were, like, reading with your parents or something like that and actually documenting what you read, how long you read it, what day, and all that stuff. And then you'd turn it in and you'd get a voucher for a free Six Flags ticket. So every summer we'd get to go to Six Flags once. And See, that would, would not be, have been motivation for me. It would just be the thing to do. That's probably what uh, started my love of roller coasters so much because we'd ride every roller coaster because it's like it's here to be ridden and it's free to ride so why not ride it i didn't really have like a motion sickness thing or anything like that so it's just like just just ride the rides what's what's that like to to go upside down and not feel like you're gonna throw up and then (laughs) swallow it back right (laughs) it just means i get to ride the rides and have fun doing it i hate you And over the years, it's just changed rides, and unfortunately, lately, it's definitely declined a bit. Um, 
and then all the <laughs> I feel so old having to say it, but it like the big groups of youths that go through get off my lawn. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you see them just run through the park. Mm-hmm. Um like they're trying to draw uh draw security away from a certain area so that they can do something else over there. Mm-hmm. Um I know when I was there with my mom we were waiting in line for Goliath and we were about to get into the separated lines for each car and a bunch of kids just came running up the stairs and pushed past everybody and just got in front of everyone else. Mm. And everyone's just kind of like dumbfounded, like I, anyone would just do that. So we just kind of like stood there like, really? I mean, I think that has a lot to do with lack of, um, you know, security and people really caring. But I think, too, the struggle for Six Flags is they haven't had much new in a while. Yeah, they tend to... Um, they just bring, rebrand a coaster. <laughs> yeah, they, they'll either rebrand with a fresh coat of paint, um, or they'll bring in a new ride that is more of like a carnival-scale ride. Like, they brought in the Pandemonium, that's one of those pendulum-type ones. No, thank you. That, okay. That <laughs> do exist in some carnivals mm. out there that they pop up. They have the ride and then they take it down when they move on to the next city. It's not generally, well, I guess some theme parks have it as a permanent ride, but it isn't really a good sign when an established park brings one of those in to replace another ride. Right. Um, There's also been rumors that Six Flags is going away in the coming years, that it's just it can't compete with Universal, with Disney, um, that its parks are just increasingly on the decline. Um, I try to go there when I can, but it's also not exactly convenient. Um, it, it's sad that even though we're basically about an hour away, it doesn't create enough of a draw to go on a regular basis. Well, it's not just that it's an hour away. It's that it's an hour away without traffic. And in Atlanta, uh, there's yeah. no such thing. <laughs> so it's more like it's more like an hour and a half or more. And then because I don't go, you you would either have to go by yourself or you would have to have someone else go with you. Yeah. I still wish, like we talked about, I wish they would make a companion pass for people who don't ride rides, like different colored bands. Like, hey, if you've got a green band, you ride yeah. everything. If you've got a yellow band, you only, you know, do little rides or you don't do any rides. You know, you're just right. there for... I like going for the carnival games. <laughs> I know it's so stupid, but <laughs> I love the carnival games. I usually do really well at them. <laughs> and they hate that about me. But I was also, I'm also really good at the claw machine, too, so. Yeah, the only thing that I really liked about, um, my mom actually gifted a season pass for me. And the really cool thing about the Six Flags season pass is that you can use it at any Six Flags park. Oh, yeah. So when we went to Dallas that Mm -hmm. one time, I, I made the trip over to the Six Flags over Texas. Yep. And got to go there 
by myself, unfortunately. But of course, you had your. I own was thing. at the convention. You had so. your own thing. Yeah, of course. It was also a bust, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but it was the really whole trip was a bust. <laughs> it, it, it was really cool seeing the different things that this Six Flags had. Um, also cool to see the the ones that were similar, mm-hmm. like the rides that are kind of staples at different. Six Flags, it doesn't really matter where it is. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry, I was gauging my drunkenness. Oh, God. Nah, it's gone. <laughs> it's gone. But, uh, but yeah, I feel like we paid homage to Six Flags like we should. Hopefully it sticks around for a while and they figure out a way of being more relevant and drawing more people in and uh, being another alternative to the big guys like Universal and Disney so that there are places other than Florida and California where you can go for a decent theme park. <laughs> so if you had to pick out of the Florida parks... We'll take Disneyland out of it because we didn't get to see California Adventure. Okay. Out of the Florida parks between Disney and Universal, I know this is hard. <laughs> Which one's your favorite? There's six parks to choose from currently. Uh, Which one's your favorite? That is really difficult. <laughs> because for the longest time, I remember in my teenage years, like, I don't think... I think the last time I went to Disney as a kid was... Probably when I was like 12, maybe. Mm -hmm. And that was like a day. It feels like it was like a park hopper sort of day. We were there with family who came down and it was more like we were just kind of crashing their vacation for a day or two. Um, And we were just trying to visit as many parks as we could. Like we went to Epcot for just like what felt like 10 minutes and then we went (laughs) to the next to the next park just because I had in my mind, oh, Epcot is the educational park. That's fair. (laughs) That's totally fair. It wasn't even up to me. Like, I was totally just along for the ride. Um, I don't know if Animal Kingdom was really open yet. Um, I do remember going there when it was newly open. So when, when when did Animal Kingdom open? I have no idea. Let me look. So, Animal Kingdom opened in 98. So, I would have been about 13. Well, 12. Uh, about 12. Okay, so that that's about right for my memory. Thinking it was my early teens. Good lord, we're old. <laughs> about when, <laughs> when, when I went there. Because I remember going to the tree when it was still very new. Like, going to It's Tough Being a Bug. Mm-hmm. All that Was it stuff. smoother then? <laughs> it's the roughest ride oh, ever. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it was just a show. I know, but it was, it's still a very rough show. I mean, yeah, back then, it, it definitely ran much better. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I think, uh, MGM or Hollywood Studios was still MGM back then. Yeah, it was. It had um, to have been because it was when I went. I remember my dad doing the Indiana Jones stunt spectacular. We didn't actually get to finish that show because it ended up being rained out. But at the beginning of those shows, it used to be that they would ask for volunteers and they would come down and they would do different things. And then the show would just continue on without them because they included a quote unquote volunteer who was just a, a plant from the from their from people. the stunt team. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So that they could pretend to beat them up and everyone would be like, oh, my gosh, they're just being up some random <laughs> some guy. Poor volunteer. 
volunteer. <laughs> no, but my dad actually got to go down there and they asked him to let out just some huge scream. And of course, you know, my dad. Oh, that was not a problem, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, he can overact like the best of them. So Aww. he let out a really good scream and they were like, oh, wow, that's really good. <laughs> He's um, like, thank you, I know. <laughs> And they, they only got to do a couple of things after that, but then they, they closed it down. Yeah, they, they had the Muppets back then still. Uh, I feel like they they had the um, sorcerer hat out front at oh, the time. Oh, I don't remember that. Um, I feel like Hollywood Studios has had the most change for it over the years, just because it used to be MGM. They had the water tower with the ears as its kind of landmark for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, now it's just a Tower of Terror is its landmark. Wow, I think that was, I when I went, I don't even, I think it was Tower of Terror. Okay. I don't even think, and I went in like 2002, 2003 when I was in high school. Okay. So that didn't last long, apparently. Yeah, um, I can't remember when each transition was. Um, I'm, I'm just kind of going through all, I, I know... Your original question was, what was my favorite? And I'm just kind of marking them down off my list. <laughs> okay, so what... But um, I, I really feel like after the Disney era of like 12, 13, maybe 14, if I'm being um, generous with time on Disney... After that, every time my family would go down to Orlando, it would be to Universal. Mm -hmm. Like, we would always go to either Universal Studios or um, Islands of Adventure. Mm -hmm. And for the longest time, that was the place I wanted to go. That is, like, my happy place <laughs> is Islands of Adventure. And I feel like that still is the case. Okay. I feel like Islands of Adventure is my favorite park. Mostly mostly because of everything that's there. I mean, uh, when you first get there, the, the whole feel of it is like you're embarking on an adventure. Like you're at this port of adventure or port of entry where it feels like you're at some um, some far away port somewhere. Like you're just like all these different shops and things and just heading out towards the water. Like it feels like you're headed towards a coast somewhere. And then you start, you either go to the left or you go to the right. To the left, Marvel. To the right, Seuss Landing. It feels like every time we've been there, we go to Seuss Landing first. That's for me. <laughs> That's 100% for me. Because it's to test how well my Dramamine is working. Because <laughs> we get on the Seuss ride. Right. And that is a very jerky ride. Plus, I always feel like there's more for you to ride in Seuss Landing than over in Marvel. Oh, yeah. Because... Hulk is over. Nope. And that's an immediate nope. no. There. I've watched the point of view of that one, and that's a no, absolutely <laughs> Even not. though that is one of my favorite rides. Have fun on the single rider slide. <laughs> I have. I don't remember the last time I got to ride the Hulk. Why didn't you tell me you could have just hopped on in a single rider? It, it always seems to be like the end of the day that we get oh, over that's there. That's so fair. we never have time. Well, next um, time we'll do it the other way around okay. and we can go ride it. Plus, they've revamped it so much. I don't even know. What I'll ride it's through like. the queue. Like I love. <laughs> that's the one thing I love is that I can wait in line with you for the roller coasters, and I can enjoy the queue, which of course they make entertaining. Like I remember Spider Man. Like Spider Man's queue is amazing. 
Love it. Um, I love the ride, too. But I can ride the queue with you. Ride the queue? Walk the queue with you. <laughs> and then I'd be like, I'm not riding. I'm out. Peace. Right. <laughs> and then just go elsewhere. <laughs> Let you enjoy the ride. I just enjoyed the line. That's all. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, over there is that. There's uh, the Doctor Doom's uh, Fear Fall thing where it's like the two towers where it just like takes you up and then drops you it's like a tower of terror or yeah kind of but it's uh where's that a bit more like acrophobia like at six flags where it's just like that thing where you're just sitting in it and it goes up and you sit there for a second and then drop and like right at the last second it like slows you down so you don't hit the ground I don't even know where that is in the park. I don't it's, think I saw it. It's pretty much between Hulk and Spider-Man. Yeah, I I, I zoned out after Spider-Man because <laughs> it didn't matter to me at that point. <laughs> so I was like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, Spider-Man is pretty much the only ride we can do in Marvel for you. Mm-hmm. Um, Marvel also has some of the better, um, restaurants, in my opinion, because they have the pizza place there. That is true, with one exception. One exception, and that is Jurassic Park. Only because the one day we grabbed that burger, we sat in the back, and we were at the actual Jurassic Park planetarium, Mm -hmm. and you could hear the... (laughs) Not the planetarium, but... The... the, What is it? Visitor center. Yeah, that's it. Visitor center. (laughs) (laughs) The the visitor center, we sat on the back, because I wasn't feeling good. So we sat on the back, and we ate food, and I remember hearing... The Hulk, but the way the Hulk launches sounds in my head when we were in Jurassic Park sounded like dinosaurs. So to me, that was like the best ever. I don't care. The food was eh, but yeah. still best restaurant in the park to me. <laughs> yeah, that, that was also prior to the Velocicoaster coming in. Yes. So the view of the lagoon, the Is central lagoon. Is that different lagoon. now from there? Yeah. I, well, we haven't seen it, but I'm pretty sure you see uh... the the coaster now um although i don't know i don't even know if that seating is still there because they might have changed the how the lines are it better be because that was amazing i don't know but i do want to go through that queue again with you because when we finally got to the part of the raptors right we were rushed through because the park was closing and so all of my pictures are blurry and i was very upset (laughs) so i'm trying to remember like just walking around in that park if we were going to continue around on the marvel side instead of zeus like we've been doing Continuing around to Toon Lagoon. We skip that. Well, we usually skip it because it's kind of the unofficial water park. I ain't walking around wet all day. (laughs) Right. I just, that's my, that's my rule. Do not walk around the water park, or do not walk around the park wet all day. Yeah, the Toon Lagoon is all based off of the, um, just like comic strips. And stuff like that. And, um, but yeah, it has like the, that raft ride where you get really wet and, and, and Ripsaw Falls, which is basically just like a log jam ride. Um, are, are you still awake? Yeah, I'm still okay. awake. <laughs> Sorry, I'm zoning. <laughs> After that, the Kong Skull Island area. That ride made me so nervous. I know. It was so sad. I actually broke down in the line. Yeah. I was, I was so embarrassed, too. I was like, why am I having a meltdown? This is so stupid. <laughs> I wonder if it's different now, because we did get to it when it was at a, the soft oh opening. Oh, my gosh. We waited, what, three and a half hours? No, not that long. It was pretty long. No. It was hours, well, plural. It, I think it was, like, maybe two. Oh, maybe. Maybe two. No, it was longer. Just than because that. they they weren't sure how long it would take, and I remember like going through it. We really weren't in it that long. But there was times the cars had to stop. Right. Like maybe in the actual runtime of the vehicles might have been two hours, but there were other times that we just stood there 
and not a single car passed by because it kept breaking down. Yeah, yeah, I, I would like to ride that again just because. That's pretty cool. Um, last time we went to Universal, we were kind of rushed. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that was at Hollywood, didn't we do it at Hollywood? Well, that was more of the studio tours that they had Kong involved. They, yeah, they they didn't have. They didn't have the Skull Island ride. Right, they right, didn't right, right. have it on its own. Um, yeah, for some reason, it, it's its own little area between Toon Lagoon and Jurassic World now. Mm-hmm. Now that they've redone that to be more current. It's really kind of in a weird spot. It's almost like a pimple on the island. <laughs> just like a one little bloop, that's all. Yeah, because just it, nothing. it sort of fits with Jurassic Park, but not, not really. really. Like I it's mean, a tropical include, island area. And they include dinosaurs in the thing, but yeah. it's not it's look i know jurassic park it's not jurassic park <laughs> it's just not yeah it, it felt like a weird thing that they were trying to include but they're also i feel like they were trying to um kickstart that uh shared universe thing with godzilla and king kong those mm. movies that were coming out for a minute mm-hmm. um that'd be cool i'd be all right with a godzilla yeah. ride yeah a water ride what Ooh, a water water ride like the jurassic park one but for godzilla that'd, that'd be, be cool. cool um i feel like they could probably update the kong skull island ride to um be a godzilla versus kong thing mm-hmm. um that's kind of the beauty part of those rides that are mostly digital mm-hmm. kind of like we were talking about with flight of pass like they can update it to include the new tribe that'll be in the next movie right the fire tribe as well as the water tribe i mean because i don't think anybody realized when they rode flight of passage that that was the water tribe you were flying over because we hadn't seen it yet right um so yeah they could probably update the kong ride to include godzilla at some point if they decided to follow that franchise a bit more mm-hmm. um i feel like they did a decent job with that series so far i, I think know that i've seen most of the recent movies i feel like they're, they're pretty good but that's just me um moving right along to the jurassic world area jurassic um, park jurassic park jurassic world it has the river adventure that's been updated to include Jurassic World. The yeah. new Jurassic World stuff with the Indominus and the Mosasaur and all Which I that will say stuff. it's still really cool, though. Like, yeah. I'm not mad that they updated it, but also when they took away the the gates that you floated through and oh, made it yeah. more like, look, you're now in this, like, water tank. Welcome like, to Jurassic Park. Yeah, I was yeah. like, but you were supposed to go through the, yeah. the gates. And I know it didn't really make sense because when you rode through the gates, you were in the uh, Explorer, not... Or the Jeep. No, because when they went through the gates, it was the Explorer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Jeeps were for service vehicles. <laughs> so, um, and you're just in this like little riverboat. And some of the animatronics are very old and need love. But it is really cool to see the Indominus and how they've included Blue and, and how the Indominus keeps moving. And they have these huge animatronics of the Indominus and blue and they move so much so it's really cool how they do it yeah that's nothing compared to what they have overseas in Mm -hmm. some of the asian parks really yeah i've seen some of the videos over there and it's not like a river ride it's like an actual ride where the these huge animatronics are following you along the thing and they're like chasing you along yeah you're being chased by like raptors I, i think it's by the indominus 
oh snap yeah um oh that'd be amazing as long as it's not a roller coaster i'm good <laughs> i i think it's more like uh like spider-man yeah kinda? okay yeah, that's cool like one of those. that's fine if it's like a rise of the resistance kind of <laughs> whatever that's cool that's cool i'm okay with that um but yeah jurassic world is doing that they mm. have the velocicoaster now i can't do that super <laughs> intense ride i i definitely have to remember to wear my contacts next time because i, I was holding my glasses on the whole time i've watched some of the point of view stuff and the way it gets so close to the water and it does all these twisties and turns and I mm, no I, I would very promptly lose my lunch regain my lunch regurgitate my lunch again and somebody else including myself would be wearing it by the end of the ride <laughs> I guarantee you <laughs> I, I just, I know when I watch that thing, cause that thing goes like 60 plus miles an hour on these like tight turns and rolls and just, it's really yeah, they, cool, but. Well, oof. it's, it's this new age of roller coasters that we didn't have when we were kids is this launch roller coaster. Right. You had the click, 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 yeah, click, like, click, 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 click. Yeah, like, it, it was always just the thing that you go up the hill, and it's slow, and it's a click, 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 and you get to the top, and it's a big hill, and you're just looking at it, and you're just waiting, and waiting, and waiting, and it... But you know what, though? When I think about it... I feel like that causes more anxiety to hear like the click, 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 yeah. click, click as you're going up. And then when you get to the top, it kind of stops for a half a second and then yeah. goes straight down. <laughs> I will have to say, though, the very first time I rode the Hulk, that was the first launch coaster I was ever on. Oh, no. <laughs> and I had no idea it was one before I got on it. So you're riding up the thing and the first hill is enclosed. It's like a tube. Right, Because right. the theming of it is it's like a gamma radiation experiment that Bruce Banner is conducting with whatever you're sitting on. And as you're going up the thing, you're hearing uh, Dr. Banner's voice like saying, okay, readings look normal. We're all good. Okay. Oh, wait, something's wrong. Oh, wait, no, no, no. And as he's losing control of the experiment, you get launched out the top of the hill. Mm -hmm. Like you're halfway up the thing and you're expecting it to just be like click, 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 click. You're just shot out of the And, and you're just shot out the top of it. And it immediately, as soon as you exit the tube, curves to the left. Yeah, like hard curve to the left. And you're just like, what was that? Just because as a kid, I had never experienced a coaster like that. And it changed my world. (laughs) My soul would leave my body and I would be deceased upon arrival. For, For the longest time, I had to ride that ride whenever we went there. So imagine my disappointment when we weren't riding that ride anymore. You should have told me. When you don't want to ride it, you I don't want to ride single. It's I don't fine. like riding by Aww. myself. I like feeling that connection oh, with is that somebody why else. You, is that why you coerced me onto the A the, the mummy ride? Yes, without telling me what it was. <laughs> Because you wouldn't have gone on if I told you. The best part is, is the only part I remember is the fire and being shot backwards. I remember nothing else about the ride. (laughs) Not a single thing 
about the ride, I remember. Oh. I remember we locked our stuff up. We hopped on the ride. I don't know how we got to that point. Yeah. All I remember is flames on the ceiling. The dude was up front. And yeah. then we went backwards. Yeah. I was like, oh. And I started cursing. Yeah. Yeah. Worth and, it. <laughs> There's kids. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Like... A roller coaster is one of those things that I really enjoy, and I want to enjoy it with somebody. And I've tried. To be (laughs) fair, I have very much tried. But you see my sheer panic when we were going on Godzilla, or... King Kong. King Kong. Um, I had it in my head that once you went behind those closed doors, it was going to clink, clink into a track and just shoot us down some kind of weird roller coaster. You you got to get your fear (laughs) under control, my dear. But but I'm not wrong because I knew the second we were on Rise of the Resistance, when it got into that little spot and I heard clink, clink, I'm like, ah, hell. But that's a ride that had you locked in from the beginning. It did. You should have seen like, oh, it's trucks. They're not locked in. No, I know, I know. But what I'm saying is, is as soon as we went up a level, I was like, this isn't good. And then we're <laughs> riding around, and all of a sudden we go into this little hole, and you hear clink, clink. And I was like, there's a drop. And sure enough, we dropped. I was like, son of a. <laughs> I just, I knew it right then. As soon as I heard yeah. the, the clink, I was like, and here we go. Yeah. <laughs> so... So Velocicoaster, if ever you really want to ride it, I'm not going to stop you. If I ever figure out this like weird motion sickness, I don't know what's going on. We'll see how I do on Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. I'm really scared about that. <laughs> um, but what's after Jurassic World? Uh, Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. Mm-hmm. Um, in said. Yeah, uh, so the Hogsmeade Village is in Islands of Adventure. I go there Adventure. for the butterbeer. It's amazing. It was the first one. Um, you got me on that ride. That isn't really a roller coaster. No, it's just a ride with a gimbal arm. Yeah. And it, it, it isn't a roll. You're not rolling on anything. I mean, technically, the car is rolling on a track. It's not a track. It's wheels. It's just a thing on literal but wheels. Still, I still get thrown in the action seat every <laughs> single time. That isn't even my fault. <laughs> I know it's not. But we the- <laughs> keep sitting you in the one that's the least action-packed and they keep moving you. It's it's a sadistic thing that I they know. do every time. It's the worst. It's the worst. <laughs> Although that is probably probably my favorite of the Harry Potter rides that I've ridden so far because I have not gotten to ride Hagrid's motorbike adventure yet. That's fair. And I seeing Hagrid's motorbike, I would be tempted. Now, I almost, I, when we went to California, I was like super duper close on riding the Hippogriff with you. Yeah. Because I watched it go by. I'm like, it's really short. It doesn't seem to go very fast. And I was tired. I was like, oh, it's the end of the day. If I get sick, it's the end of the day. I don't care. But I chickened out and you were out before I could even think about going back <laughs> in. Um, but I might consider the Hippogriff. Um, but I would also consider Hagrid's because I think for me and, and the reason I'm scared of the Guardians ride is the fact that I need moments to stop. When, when my motion sickness hits, I just need things to slow down for a second. And it doesn't like... Guardians does not. Guardians has absolutely zero slowdown. Yeah, you're constantly moving. It's got two launches. Yeah. And so I'm scared about it because it is a longer ride. It's on the three-minute range. 
it's one of the longer, like, rock and roller coaster. Yeah. So I'm a little nervous about it. But I saw, like, point of view rides for Hagrid's where it has, like, the slowdown by the stuff. And the only thing that worries me about Hagrid's is when it hits the end of the track <laughs> and then shoots backwards. Oh, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> why does it have to be backwards? <laughs> why does everything have to be backwards? Yeah. I hope next time we go to Islands... That we can ride that. Um, I love Three Broomsticks for a place to I eat there. I love that their food is so good. It's really good. Um, I also love riding the train between the parks. Yep, the that, train that, is fun. That just makes the park-to-park thing mm. worth it. The last time we rode it, when we were riding with the other Potter fans, and we're yes. like, we're a party of four. Like, we don't know these people. We want to ride with them. Right. <laughs> that was so that was, cool. That was great. You all, you always make friends um, on the train. Wait, <laughs> waiting for the train, yeah. I, I don't know how it happened, but we are not the sort of people that reach out to other nope. people in line. But somehow, both times we rode the train, we ended up riding with people that we didn't know originally. Mm-hmm. But we got to be friends by the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so after that, there's uh, the um, the Lost Continent. There's uh, I miss the Lost Continent. I know there's not like any real rides there. I know there's that um, uh, show. Poseidon's Fury, right? Which was super fun. Which I know they just got to repaint the shows and, back up. And I think there used to be a Sinbad's um, Sinbad and like the Seven Seas. Felt like the fountain thing that it, it was like a show. Okay, it was a lot like the. It felt a lot like the Indiana Jones Stunt Spectacular. It had that same vibe and uh, stage. Okay, setup. but There's for the longest time, I'm there. pretty sure it was closed. And then for for a while, Poseidon's Fury was closed. Yeah, too. that's it's it really so, is the lost continent now. So yeah, that, that whole area was just kind of dead. Where. You had a couple of places to eat and some places to shop. Mm-hmm. It was kind of a secondary port of entry. Remember when we thought they could rebrand that area to How to Train Your Dragon? Yeah. And now they're actually making a How right. to Train Your Dragon area? Um, it reminds me, though, of when the park originally opened. That back area where um, Harry Potter is, it used to be an entirely different island. Mm-hmm. It was... Um, like the Enchanted Forest. Is that where the Dueling Dragons ride was? Yes. Ugh, I hated that ride. <laughs> yeah, that whole area was more like a, a fantasy forest How did area you get me on that one? Um, I just asked you, I think. I hated that ride. <laughs> no, that, I, that, that was one that there was no... Maybe that's what it was, is there wasn't much of a line, and I was yeah. like, I really... I will say I... But but it was also during the Harry Potter time. Like, it, it had already been converted, but they were using it as the Dragon's Challenge. Oh, that's what it was. That's what it was. Because the original Dueling Dragons had to do with the Enchanted Forest, and it was just two dragons mm-hmm. in a keep that when you went through the line, it was the different um, knights who had been vanquished trying to slay these different dragons. So you just saw the armor in different states of like being like frozen in ice or burned to a crisp or mm-hmm. just like different ways because each of the cues would be a little bit different. 
so you'd want to walk through it twice. <laughs> um, and the and the main restaurant was the Enchanted Oak. I think there is still an old video cassette, like one of those mini like camcorder cassettes. Oh wow! That you have, have to put, to in, put like, in adapters. Yeah, into yeah. a bigger VCR thing to watch it on a regular thing of me reviewing the few <laughs> reviewing the food and the atmosphere of the restaurant. You were a young food critic. Yes. When we went to Islands of Adventure the first time and we got there, I was super excited with the whole thing. And I believe there is an old videotape of us walking through Islands of Adventure when it was probably like less than a year old or two. They probably still had the um, the Triceratops encounter at Jurassic Park. Where where they had um, the giant um, animatronic the triceratops, the, like, the 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 sick triceratops. Oh come on, that would have been so cool. Where you got to just walk through and see the triceratops in an enclosure. What? Or or like in the veterinary area. Look, where I feel taken care of. I feel jip right now <laughs> because they didn't have the raptor encounter at the time. They had that instead. Well, to be fair, as much as I enjoyed the raptor encounter, you don't get to touch it. It's when we went to California. California that the, the Triceratops was walking around. Right. That was cool. That was really cool. That's what Florida needs to have. They need to have a Triceratops encounter where there's one walking around because I know <laughs> we 30-something plus year old individuals and I felt like a five-year-old when that thing came out. Yeah. I was like, this is amazing. So so there's that. Um, yeah, Poseidon's Fury, Lost Continent, all that stuff. That that area, I feel like it's going to get rebranded sometime it, soon. It honestly needs um, to. With all the Nintendo stuff that's coming, I feel like they'll probably end up converting that into a Legend of Legend of Zelda area, maybe. I mean... Either that or maybe Pokemon. I wouldn't hate that. But they just put all that work into repainting Poseidon's Fury. That's true. So it's hard I, I to say. I hope they at least expand that because it just feels like it's, kind of a non-area. Right. Yeah, it feels like there's something I gotta walk through to get yeah. to this other area. Um, like. I'm glad that they've put a lot more love into Seuss Landing. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the rides there, even though they're mostly kiddie rides. They're, they're still so fun. They're still a lot of fun. And I will say, if you're walking through the queue of the Cat in the Hat ride, just careful. The um, the guardrails are... are not arm friendly. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> I still can't believe it. I just was do 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 smack right in my arm. I'm like, oh, that hurts so bad. Yeah, I had a big old. Bruise bruise on my arm. It was so sad. I I am very excited for um, their new park, though. Epic Universe coming Mm -hmm. out. Um, It's only a few miles away from the first two parks. I think my only concern with Epic Universe is most of the rides are roller coasters that they've talked about so far. Yeah. And I'm concerned it's going to become a Six Flags for me to where I can go to Nintendo and potentially ride Bowser's Castle because I've heard that's not exactly size friendly. Um, Um, Yeah. And um, what's the other one? The Donkey Kong or Yoshi's ride? Yeah, the the Yoshi ride is more of like one of those Omnimover type rides, Mm kind of like Haunted Mansion 
I don't mind that so much, except for they talk about like different aspects of it. They sound like, yeah, it's gonna throw you this way and throw you that way. And oh. I'm like, can can we not do? Um, yeah, Donkey <laughs> Kong is that? definitely more of a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Um, How to Train Your Dragon's a roller coaster. Yeah, the the main big uh, dueling coaster in the in the central hub area. Yeah. Um, there there's a boat ride in How to Train Your Dragon area. There's also a show. Um, Which I mean, I still enjoy enjoy epic universe i just yeah i wish there were more rides like rise of the resistance where they right. can still be thrilling mm-hmm. but aren't necessarily roller coasters yeah, the, the new harry potter area or it's, wizarding world area that's over there um is based more on fantastic beasts so they have a um is it i thought it was supposed to be about umbridge well it's it's based the area is based on the Fantastic Beasts time, oh. but the ride that they have is with Umbridge. Okay, which it, I know you'll hate, but if it's an Omni coaster, I'll love it. Well, but, but also <laughs> if it shows her getting getting it at the end, I'm happy. I'll ride that every she day. She gets it Mother Gothel style. Yeah, <laughs> like I won't mind so much. It's also um, been scaled back a bit from how it was originally supposed to be. Um, so already it it has room for expansion. Right. Um, let's see. Uh, I know they've got the Universal Monsters. Right. The Monsters that. area that has a roller coaster in it. But it also has another, I, I think it's a dark ride. Right. Um, Which could be good or bad, depending on the ride yeah. itself. Uh, oh, um, How to Train Your Dragon also has a show. You said did, that. Oh, did, I said yeah, that. Yeah, you said okay. that. But that's also supposed to be, like, a huge show. No, I think it's great. And I'm not opposed to it. It's just I know that if I have to pay per park and three of the seven rides... Oh, yeah. I can ride. It's going to make it less likely that I'm going to want to go to that park unless the lands are incredibly immersive. Yeah. And I feel like that's what they're doing with each of these is um, I'm sure there's going to be more stuff than what we've been seeing in the videos. Um, I'm sure. (laughs) And plus, it's still at the very beginning of this park that has a uh, a ton of room to expand. Um, so even at the beginning, if it doesn't feel like it's super epic, like lo- <laughs> like living up to its name. It's just mediocre <laughs> universe. <laughs> like, I, I feel like they have a lot of room to make it truly epic. Right. And and I know that my experience is different than most people because obviously the, I suffer from the motion sickness. Hooray. Mm-hmm. Um, so not everybody is like, oh, I hate roller coasters. For some people, this is like the perfect park. Just tons of rides, tons of roller coasters. Most parks don't offer that many straight up roller coasters. Yeah. So other than like Six Flags. Or so, like Cedar Point. Right. So, I mean, to them, that would be super exciting. For me, not so much. And I think that's why I tend to err on the side of enjoying Disney more than Universal. Not that I don't like Universal, but if I had to pick, I think I'd pick the Disney parks. Yeah, I feel like the, well, now the Disney parks, whenever I They're go to them now. roller coasters. <laughs> well, well they, they also, it's the whole energy of the place. Mm-hmm. Whenever I've been in Disney recently, like, we, we did both. Um, at the end of 2021. 20... 21 to 22. Okay, so we went Christmas. So we did all four parks. Horrible mistake. <laughs> we did all four <laughs> parks at Disney 
And we did both of the Universal Parks in one day. I wish we had two days because we didn't even get to see Jurassic Park. But. Yeah. Plus, that's one of those things like it's a checking it off the box like a badge of honor sort of thing. But I would not recommend it if no. you really want to enjoy the park. Not the week after Christmas. Don't do not do it. Yeah. You'll spend more time in line than you will anything else. And there's so many people. So many people. <laughs> Anyway, (laughs) being able to compare the two same time of year, I felt like the energy of Disney was better than at Universal. Like Universal felt super jam-packed with people and I just felt anxiety pretty much the whole time I was there. Yeah. At Disney, even though there were still a ton of people and we weren't really feeling that great most of the time, I still felt better at the end of the day. I think it's because when we were in Hogwarts specifically, it it was like being at Dragon Con. You were shoulder to shoulder whether you wanted to be or not. And, And there was just no, that's why we couldn't see Jurassic Park. We literally went through Seuss so we could go see the Grinch, which I will recommend that. Seeing right. the Grinch is fun. Um, but all we got was Seuss, Harry Potter, and you got the Velocicoaster. We didn't get to see anything right. else. Yeah, because we... We got we, stuck. Well, yeah, when we got to Harry Potter, we took the train over, mm-hmm. did all of Universal Studios... Which was worth it. And then came back. Mm-hmm. But by the time we got back... yeah, we, steak. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we only got to do, I think, the ride at Harry Potter. And then I did the Velocicoaster. And then we had to leave. Did we do the ride? I don't think we even... Oh, we might not have. I don't think we did. I think we went and saw the wand choosing. Oh, yeah. Got a butterbeer, watched one of the live shows over the castle. Mm-hmm. And then we cut through to Jurassic Park so you can get on the Velocicoaster that was the newest ride. Right. And by the time we got through Velocicoaster, um, we ended up waiting hours. Well, maybe like an hour and a half, two hours to get on Velocicoaster. And the park closed. Yep. It, it, it was done. We didn't get to ride the river ride. Nothing. Nope. Didn't ride the river ride. Didn't ride Hagrid's. Um, Hagrid's actually shut down, I think, if I remember correctly. They had an issue and they had to close down. Because remember, we were trying to, when we came oh. off the train, they had it blocked off. Oh, right. Um, but just getting through Hogwarts was yeah. the hardest part. Mm-hmm. Of the whole of the whole thing, but we enjoyed this show. It was great. We didn't get to go to Kong. We didn't even get over to Marvel Land. Yeah. <laughs> like it's like we hit Jurassic Park, hit the Velocicoaster. It's like okay, we're closed. Get out. We're like yeah. Oh, oh yeah. We walked back through the other side through <laughs> Seuss Landing and all that because they have that that bridge now, right? That, that takes you from Seuss over to Jurassic Park. It really mm-hmm. cuts off a lot of. Like I said, I was mad because when we were waiting in the queue for a Velocicoaster, once we hit the animatronic Raptors that I should have been able to like enjoy mm-hmm. they were pushing people through like go 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 get on the car get out of here go on the get out because the park yeah. was closing i was like but but, but yeah, this is the part <laughs> i enjoy come on right so mad so so i've i've kind of gushed for a while now and i don't know how much time we have left but <laughs> uh, what is your favorite park my favorite park of the six again i've said i think i prefer disney over universal not that i don't love jurassic park because i do or you know hogwarts but i think i think my favorite park 
is probably Hollywood Studios because it has the most rides I can ride. Um, it's constantly changing. Plus, it still has a lot of the ones that I remember because I went in like 2002, I think, for Magical Music Disney Days with my high school. And we went to, it was MGM at the time. Um, and I remember some of the park, like Rock and Roller Coaster was there. I think the Muppets show was there. So there are things about it that I actually remember, which we also went to Magic Kingdom, but it, when we went to Magic Kingdom, we were performing, and I don't know that we got to see much else of the park when we were there. So for me, I think I wrote Haunted Mansion, maybe. But for me, I remember MGM and Epcot the most. And I love Epcot. It's getting so much better with all the rides. But like you said, it was the educational park. <laughs> <laughs> Learn about the countries, um, which I, st- I loved at the time. Um, but I think it was Hollywood Studios is my favorite. Yeah, I feel like that's probably a very close second for me. Mm-hmm. Um, for whatever reason, Islands of Adventure just puts that park specifically, not Universal in general. Like mm-hmm. I know for the longest time, as soon as I would get to even just going into the parking deck, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, we're parked in E.T., oh, we're parked in Jaws, oh, King Kong, all these different ones. As soon as we would start on the walk the moving walkways going into city walk as soon as we'd get into city walk and i'd just be looking around just the energy in in like my heart would start racing you know but you know what that makes sense though because when you think about universal islands of adventure specifically you go from land to land so like you're one minute you're in hogsmeade the next minute you're in Jurassic Park. The next minute you're in Kong. The next minute you're in like Marvel Comics. Hollywood Studios is one of the few Disney parks that has a consistent land hopping. Yeah. So then you step into Batu. Yeah. And you're like, I'm on a whole different planet. And then you step into the Toy Story world where now you're shrunken down to the size <laughs> of a toy. It's it's the only, I don't want to say it's the only park, but it's the one of the parks that has the most immersive lands. Yeah. Whereas the other parks don't really have that. Well, that that is... They're growing into it. I, I think that's something that we've talked about before when we've brought up theme parks is that Universal has always gone more immersive mm-hmm. and Disney has been more traditional as far as theme parks are concerned where it has different areas based on certain themes, but the area doesn't really transport you anywhere. Right. Um, now, now that Disney is updating right. and doing more things, uh, apparently it, it pokes a lot of people from Universal so a lot of its new a lot of its new areas like the Toy Story Land like Batu, like all these new um, park areas that are being built like uh, the uh, Pandora area in I was going to say Kingdom. that's a, a second like, like a close second the, for me <laughs> well honestly most of Animal Kingdom is pretty good about being um, true to the area it's portraying right but it's not a like different land it's a different part of the world, which is still cool, but not the same as transporting you to a fictional land. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, Universal kind of pioneered the idea of having these areas that actually make you feel like you've been transported somehow to a comic book, to Mm -hmm. a newspaper page, to actually Jurassic Park. Um, All these different areas. Universal really, I, I feel like, perfected that feeling right um so for the longest time whenever i'd go there i'd that 
would be like the ultimate thing for oh, me. Oh yeah, because you're a part of it, and that's what everybody wants. Is yeah. they want to be a part of it, right? So that that has always been my favorite park, and I feel like since Hollywood Studios has embraced that, mm-hmm. that has made it my second. Although I feel bad because technically Epcot's been doing that forever, but again, it's places around the world, <laughs> which not that it's bad, right? But it's just. It's our world. Yeah. It's not a different world. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like to me, when I'm in Pandora, that the second we pro- cross that threshold, I think it's what, from Asia in Animal Kingdom into Pandora. I think there's like a bridge that goes from the two. Oh, yeah. And you start hearing those like creepy cricket sounds. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, instantly I get chills. I'm like, oh, we're in Pandora. So excited. Yeah. And you see the floating mountains. Yes. And, and then you ride the, the Navi. glowing things at night. Yes. And like everything makes noises, everything you can touch. And then when you ride the Navi River ride, I could ride that like 18 times. <laughs> Just something about that music and that energy and all the glowing things. And then, of course, the, like, $2 billion animatronic at the end is stunning. Love her. Um, She's my favorite part. I could just sit and just in awe, like, just stop my boat right here and Mm -hmm. everyone else can get off. I'm never leaving. Just, like, (laughs) let me sit in front of her for the rest of my life. (laughs) I'll I'll admit, I do tear up during that that ride. I remember when we went last year for the first time... I recorded the Navi River ride and I struggled with this huge knot in my throat because I'm like, I don't want to hear myself sobbing like a baby. I want to hear the ride in the future. And I just tears streaming down my face, soaking my mask. And then when we went to Flight of Passage, I couldn't hold it in. I was thinking <laughs> I was not recording, but I was sobbing like a baby. I couldn't see. Like, I couldn't see anything. My glasses were fogging up and I, you know, with the masks and the I just, it was, I was a mess and when I got off, I was hyper, I think I was hyperventilating at the time. I was like, I can't. (laughs) Like, I'm such a weirdo. It's just a ride, but it means everything. <laughs> yeah, I'm weird. I know. <laughs> Can't help it. I don't care. Well, we'll get to do that pretty soon again. I'm going to try to wear my tail this time when I ride the Flight of Passage. There you go. I, I haven't been because I was afraid it was going to affect the fitment, but I think I can sit it low enough. Yeah. Um, I rode I rode with my ears the last time, which felt really awesome. So. Yeah, and this time it'll just be the two of us and both of our moms. I know. It's going to be so fun. What's your favorite food at the Disney parks? Oh, gosh. Like, do you have, like, my two are go-tos are the Mickey ice cream sandwich and the Mickey pretzel. Um, I guess the pretzel, probably, if I'm just going for, like, snack food. But that's because I like pretzels in general. It's like pretzel, uh, a nice salted pretzel, soft and, salt, mm-hmm. salted pretzel with mustard. Ew. <laughs> like, Jeez. like, just like regular yellow mustard is fine with me. <laughs> <laughs> if 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 uh, not the plastic cheese, that's always that's like fair. the thing. That's that, fair. That's, like the like if it's like a beer cheese or like some queso sort of cheese with the pretzel, I'm good with that. But it's always a plastic cheese at at Disney, yeah. so I prefer to just take the mustard. <laughs> I take the cheese because I don't like mustard. <laughs> 
Not by itself. Um, I would say that my favorite place to eat at Disney is the sci-fi drive-in theater. But that may change after this trip because we are trying the um, barbecue roundup, the new one that just opened. Right. They just opened. We're also trying Space 220. Yeah. We're also trying Oga's. But Oga's is it's more a drinks, just, it, but it, yeah, it's just a bar. What's the other one we're trying that we've never done before? Uh, we haven't tried Tiffin's. Uh, we haven't tried Yak and Yeti. We're, we're trying a lot of new stuff this That's time. That's right. So that review may change. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm not entirely sure I actually put in a reservation for Magic Kingdom. Oh, wait, no, no. I, I tried the... I, I put in a reservation for the Jungle Cruise Canteen. Right, 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 right. Oh, and we wanted to try the... The Skipper's Canteen. That's we wanted to try the Pandora Quick Service Place. Like, there's no way to put oh, a reservation yeah. in, but we wanted to try their Quick Service stuff. Right. In Pandora. So. Um, so, yeah, the... Plus, we did try drinking around the world and failed miserably, but yeah. we're going to try it again. <laughs> yeah, with, with four people, I feel with a bit more strategy, a bit more um, wisdom, more brain working. This will go a lot smoother um, with a lot less pain. And then Magic Kingdom, obviously, because you've got to end the vacation with some glorious fireworks. Right. The the last show we get to see, nice big show, the one that makes you cry, the one that makes you feel. The one that makes me cry? They all make me cry. I know, but this one always has me just like streams. I don't know. Streams. When we went to Epcot and saw Harmonious. I know, but this is going to be a different show this I time. Know. Oh, I know, but I'm just saying, Harmonious rivaled the Magic Kingdom show for and, me. And, and we, get, we get to see Fantasmic this year, too, to open Fingers up. Fingers crossed. Don't jinx us. <laughs> with, with a, hopefully the weather is all nice. Right, exactly. But to close out the week with Magic Kingdom, mm-hmm. I feel like is perfect. But I will say, if they would bring back that Star Wars show that we saw when we went on our honeymoon, they had those like 80-foot oh, flames yeah. on top of that. Yeah, that was Studios, amazing. Yeah. That would have been great. That, that was such a we didn't even know that show was happening we're like what are they doing you're like oh they're projecting star wars it's like this is amazing then all of a sudden it's like these huge flames from the top of the building right and we're like what yeah yeah that that's awesome that was pretty cool but that is also the end of season four for us as well the end of end on a bang (laughs) end of geeky dink season four uh geeky drunks at the end of season four. I don't feel like you were as drunk as me. I mean... I, I mean, that's, that's fair, though. That's, <laughs> never, that's never the case. That's never the case. Um, but I... Even prepare well I, I feel like this. I feel like we really enjoyed ourselves still. We got to talk about what we really like to talk about. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like we'll probably keep doing this sort of long-form topics. I think it's been... I think it's been fun, and I hope you guys have liked it, too, because it's just allowed us a little bit more freedom to not be so strict on what we talk about and obviously as you've seen throughout the season we kind of we veer off topic from time to time <laughs> and it's okay there's no rules there's one rule <laughs> put your shirt back on there's one rule love that commercial <laughs> but we'll see you guys again come May uh, beginning of May we'll have um, a whole new a whole new <laughs> a whole new set of topics to talk about. Uh, maybe another geeky drunks at the end of July. We'll prepare better, though. Yeah, or or um, whichever month we have five weeks in. Yeah, I think we're going to stick to whatever month that there's 
five Fridays in that we'll do the one either listener's choice or geeky drunks. We might stick to geeky drunks. I think it's just fun and hopefully you guys have enjoyed this episode and again we'll be a little bit more prepared next time. Yeah. Um, but thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening to us up through season four. Uh, we see that we're an international audience now. That's so weird. All over the world people are listening to our podcast. It's Appreciate you. Yep. We, we love you guys wherever you're listening to us um apparently germany uh australia. shout out to germany and australia <laughs> and i think well, hang on hang on i want to properly shout out everybody here hang on. <laughs> it's the end of the season might as well do might the as well might as well shout outs so let's see come on app let's go so 90 percent of you are in the united states thank you united states four percent of you are in germany thank you germany i, I don't know how to say thank you in german <laughs> dankeschön oh hey there we go i need that one uh one percent in the united kingdom you one percent in the united kingdom are amazing and less than a percent it doesn't tell me exactly uh i guess honorable mention let's say that uh canada australia romania italy thailand cambodia argentina netherlands south korea slovenia malaysia and ireland hey thank you all thank you're you. all awesome you guys rock we love you love you so thank you thank you thank you uh hope to see uh hope to hear Hear you, see you back here. <laughs> Hope you're listening. <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe next season we include a video feed. I, if I can figure it out, I will be more than happy to put up a video feed and, and, and include it on like YouTube or something. Yeah. Thanks again for tuning in all of season four. Welcome if you're a, a new listener, but hope to see you back in May. But we are and will continue to be in season five. Geeky, Geeky Dinks. Dinks. Woo! Woo! <laughs>